Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of A Conversation with Trans Smith. I am your host, Trans Smith. Today, I am so excited. I've been waiting for to do this episode about queer friendships. I have two friends of mine here who are probably going to, by the end of this episode, going to know a lot more about them. First, my first guest is a friend of nerds and plants alike. Born and raised in Atlanta. He works in marketing for academic publishing company. Loves pop culture and hanging out in queer spaces. Please welcome my guest, Mike Roberts. Hey, Mike. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> and my next guest, he is born and raised in Atlanta as well. He's working on his third degree. He's a full-time student, a doctorate of public health. Uh, he is the life of the party, and sometimes he can be a homebody. Please welcome my guest, Aaron Childs. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Aaron. How you guys like your introductions? Oh, <laughs> oh they were fantastic. great. Perfect. Perfect. Mm, delicious. Well, Couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> I want to welcome you guys. Thank you so much. I know this can be a little daunting doing these kind of things and people think I'm going to be, you know, Wendy Williams, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know, I want to start with this friendship. When, how old were you when you, the both of you met each other? Uh, we were seven. I guess, yeah, seven, seven years old. Yeah, mm -hmm. second grade. Second grade, uh, yep. Okay. Okay. So how did it how did it happen? Was it your parents put you together or no? Um, so we met in second grade. You know, the memory baffles me, but I'm pretty sure that we were in the same <laughs> class in second grade. I yeah. remember it that way, but Mike's like, no, that was third grade. But second grade, we met, and we were like, I was like, you know, when I met Michael, I was like, well, if I could do the voice. Hi, my name is Karen. She's like, hi, my name is Mike. <laughs> and so we just became friends. And in third grade, we were in the same class. Yeah. Just done mm -hmm. And then, like, um, we got to know each other a little bit more. And then, right. honestly, it was just like we sat each other, sat with each other at lunch, and we yeah. just like, it was yeah, that like age. Pokemon. I like Pokemon. Right. right. And it was like that age where you have birthday party sleepovers. Yes. And stuff like oh. that. yes. So we watched Chucky for the first time. Mm -hmm. and we, I'll watch Chucky. I cover my eyes. <laughs> Child's play was no play for us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you guys had that common thing of just, you know, just kids meeting each other and just, you know, connecting, just how, how kids do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as you got older, how did the relationship change? How did it evolve? <laughs> I, I, I think I can tell this one best. All right. One at a time. All right. Let's do this. Okay. Second grade, different classes. We're still friends. Third grade, same class. We're like, oh, yes. And then we had fourth grade, Mr. Dunbar. And okay. we um we connected more there. And then fifth grade, we had separate classes. But I was like, okay, we're still friends. But we separated in middle school. Mm -hmm. You went to, what did you do? I went to Cedar Grove. You went to Cedar and Grove, Miller Grove. And then Miller Grove. Mm -hmm. I went to Chapel Hill Middle. So it's like, they were still near each other. They were within the district. But um, just okay. separate. And during that time, we didn't really like, talk honestly we weren't mm -hmm. really in contact yeah it was kind of like you know we were kind of like teenagers at the time so we were like trying to find ourselves yeah and whatnot. then right. we reconnected in high school 
Shout out Southwest Cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the good part of Southwest Cat. Panthers. The Panthers. <laughs> and so we, uh, we, uh, we reconnected there. Mm-hmm. But like we like we had the same classes but different periods. Mm-hmm. And um, well, as Mike would say, he was in the bad bit program. So yeah. he, he didn't bother with us, dummy. Wait a minute, what was, so. what was Mike in? What was Mike <laughs> the in? magnet program? Yeah, I was in the magnet program. So what is middle, that? It was like a higher achievers program. Oh, oh um, excuse me. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why in middle school I, I first went to Cedar Grove because it was my district's my resident school, my district school. And then I transferred to Miller Grove because um, I tested well and got to the gifted program. The magnet okay. Um, and then, so that got me a whole new group of friends, and um, as Aaron would like to say, the popular crowd. More popular than me. By transit of property, it is the Well, Aaron, Aaron, you weren't popular in school? I find that kind of hard to believe. Oh, girl, no. Oh, oh, no. Really? Oh, I was the bully. (laughs) Are you serious? I was bullied. <laughs> wow. And Mike, yeah. what were you like, what were you like in high school? I was the bookwormy type. Like I, yeah, I kind yeah. of like, I was like the bookwormy type and also kind of like a loner type. Okay. But yeah, well, it was like, you know, it's that Libra rising in me. I oh. can easily get along <laughs> with right. most groups of people. Yeah, I was just running. I was like, "Get me out of here!" Soon. Okay. <laughs> I think we all want to do it. Especially yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, we, have, we have a loner and a bully, <laughs> two, and two different people, right? So, all right. So oh yeah, I was bullied. <laughs> oh, you were bullied. Oh yeah, I was bullied. I was not the bully. Oh no, man. Oh, you were bullied. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Correct that. All right. Oh, interesting. So. <laughs> When, so as we're in high school, which is kind of, you know, daunting, we're trying to figure everything out and Mm -hmm. too grown to be, you know, trying to be grown, but think we know the answers and we don't. And so when, when did you two realize that you both were queer? Mike, you tell tell me first. Okay. So for me, I think it had always been kind of that like inkling and knowledge Mm-hmm. Um, that like, okay, I don't like, just like girls, I like boys as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, and you know, I had a little crush. I think my first real crush on a guy was in high school. Okay. Um, and then, but for me, it wasn't like, I didn't like really tell myself and like fully, you know, embrace it until college. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like when I came out to my and, okay. And, you know, it kind of just went from there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Aaron, what about you? Um, for me, I always had an inkling by myself as well. It really started, I would say, at the age of like seven, eight, but okay. I didn't understand it. Um, right. So I was like, I don't know what this means. But then, of course, the bullying came and I had to research it. And I was like, oh, this is what this means. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I do feel this way about guys a lot. Um, and I think I really didn't start really get comfortable with it until I would say maybe around the cusp of going, graduating from college, going to grad school. Because mm-hmm. I mean, at that point in time, I moved away from home. I was in another state. I was doing my own thing. I could, I could do whatever I want. And then at that point, I was like, well, it, who really cares? Right. It's not pestering you or bothering you. Don't worry about it. And right. if I wasn't one of the guys where it's like, I had to tell everybody. I was like, no. 
I tell my son, certain group of friends, and they're like, okay, cool. And mm-hmm. you know, if people ask me, I was gonna lie. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, right. guys. So you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So when did you guys tell each other? Ah, <laughs> okay. that's, 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 that's yeah, a that's the story. Um, and All right, one it's also one it's time. also the story of how we like we met back up and reconnected. Okay, um, after after high school, because um, so at the time this was what January? No, this was March. Yeah, it was still cold. Of 2016, I think. 2016, 17. Because I came in here 16. Okay, so yeah. 17. Um, and we, uh, my roommate and I at the time, we, our, we had a third roommate that had just moved out. And so we had a spare room that we were looking to fill. And so I posted on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere, like, hey, like, spare room, looking for a roommate, da 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 da. Um, and Aaron saw my post on Facebook. And um, commented and was like, oh, you're up in New York. I'm in, up in New York too. Like, let's meet up. Let's hang out. Let's reconnect. Stuff like that. Um, and like, we scheduled a time, a day that we went out to lunch, I think, oh, at William Hallett, RC William Hallett. <laughs> they had some good food. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we were just talking and reminiscing. And um, did I say it first? I think I, I, think I, said I it think first. you said it first. Yeah, I remember I was talking to you, and I was like, I was like, I was just, I was just going to the conversation. I said, like, oh yeah, by the way, I like guys, whatever. And I kept going, and Mike was like, yeah, okay, so do I. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly how it But the secret, the secret was that I didn't even know at the time. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> but the inside key about that is I already knew about you. <laughs> the inside key, I knew about you. Know how I found out about him, trans. About how? Be- before the meeting where everything, I was already on Tinder. And so since she lived near me, I was like, I was like, ah, the gay guys. And I was like, excuse me? Is this, is this, is this Michael Robert? <laughs> um, the straight man? The straight man? I was like, ah. I said, you know what? I'm not going to blast it out. I'm just going to say me first and let him say it second because it's not me to out anyone. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. not going to out Oh, yeah, thank you, Bestie. Thank you. Click, click. Oh, my God. So let me ask you a question. All right, so now we all got it all out. What what are some of the challenges that you face as friends, you know, just dealing with each other's personalities, ups and downs? What are some of the challenges that you have? Aaron, you go first. Aaron, you go first. Oh, okay. Work. <laughs> so, um, I think you know we both are cancers. Um, oh, I didn't know you this... were. I knew Mike was. Oh, yeah, we're both cancers. We both have the same exact birthday, same yeah. month, oh, day, year. Right. Your yep. birthday's on the, the same, same day. Hospital. Mm-hmm. Same hospital. Oh, you were born three hours before me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, our moms were pushing at the same at time. The same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Oh, mm-hmm. let, me, let me stop you right there. Are your parents, are, your, are they friends as well? Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they like, we we live like our home and oh, it's yeah. in the same, same area. So they see each other in Kroger all the time. All the time. Oh, okay. All right, Eric, continue. Um, so, um, when we reconnected, of course, we know we're both cancers. And yeah. The thing about it is, I am very emotional. <laughs> You're very what? <laughs> Emotional cancer. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, most cancers are. Yes. Michael is too, but Michael uh-huh. has a better toll, a better hold, if you will, 
um, uh -huh. of, with his emotions. He can let them out and it's great. Me, <laughs> on the other hand, I cry every five seconds. And cry. And cry. <laughs> right. and, cry. and then I'll say like, oh, no, I'm fine. Michael knows I'm fine. Because right. I'm never fine. I'm never fine. I go home and cry about it. And then Michael would be like, call me like, you know you really could just go talk about it, right? You could have solved it. I'm like, yeah, but I just have to like, you know, I just have to deal with it. You know, I just have to like cry about it first. Like, That's fine. Can you call us back to let us know that you're okay? Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm very emotional and I, it can get I know, you know, I know myself. <laughs> it's, it's so funny because we were actually, I think last night we were talking about that, Michael. I was like, Michael's so together, you know? <laughs> yes. It's a, mm -hmm. and, and I love that about you. I was like, because there are times I'm like, I said, I wish I could be like that. <laughs> same, same. I was like, love. he's so together. And like, every time I'm around you, I feel like, oh my, I feel, I feel safe. Oh, right? You. It's like a calm, you have such like a calming, yeah, cool, collected presence. Oh, thank now, Aaron, when I'm around you, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to come on, let's take some risks, let's go rob a bank, let's do this. You know what I mean? And you, you know, I'm literally, here, you know, I'm here, I'm, I'm, y'all come around me. I'm like, you don't have a shot yet, girl. Hold on. <laughs> um, let's go. Oh, like, by the way, by the way, what are y'all drinking right now? Okay, <laughs> you go first. Uh, well, I'm taking it back, you know, back to Zone 6, back to my hometown, and I'm drinking a nice watermelon Four loco. Mm, Ooh, Four loco watermelon. Mm, a nice big, big bottle, big kid. Good old battery acid. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? She knows how to handle her battery, battery acid. <laughs> Mike, what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking this, like, nice organic... Uh, hard kombucha. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Orchid. We don't do orchid. Give me a little bougie. It's okay. It's okay. A little it's, bougie. Look, it's 7%. You know, I'm a little bad. You're a little bougie. Right. Bad and bougie. Bad and bougie. <laughs> we always do it. We always do it. <laughs> well, I have a glass of Malbec red wine. You mm. better. Yes. <laughs> I know that's right. Yes. Ain't nothing wrong with a little red, red wine. <laughs> I got to tell you a quick story. Last night when I was out, you know, Mike, when I saw you, I you know Angel, right? Mm -hmm, okay. mm -hmm. So I was leaving. Angel, I said, oh, Angel, have a good night. Angel, she's like, you're so classy. I said, I said, girl, it's an illusion. Come <laughs> 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 through illusion, Grande. Okay. Because yep. you know, I always, I always have a, a glass of Prosecco in the champagne glass. And somebody always said, you always have. I said, yes, darling. That's what I drink. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. What else? <laughs> All right. So go back. We we digress. Go back to um, you guys, your challenges as being in a friendship and all that. So, Mike, you tell me, because Aaron told me. Right. So you tell me what what is some of the challenges. Then I'm going to then I'm going to switch to what how you guys, you know, find happiness in this friendship. So what are some mm -hmm. of the challenges? Uh, it's okay. Oh, you, that I, is, cry later. I think that's one of the challenges, though, is <laughs> that sometimes I can be a little too honest and sometimes um, I can be very blunt and speak out the stuff, like, side of my, <laughs> my neck. Shady. <laughs> yes, shady. very shady. And, you know, I've been told this, I I see it now, but honestly, like most of the time when it happens, it's like I don't even know the difference. It just oh, okay. it, it, it just comes out. And there have been times where 
um, I have not been as, um, I guess, uh, like cognizant of the tone and reading the room. And oh. um, so, yeah, that's definitely caused a few like little spats. Okay. Um, Honey, but, but, so, but no, Aaron, but we. And so, Aaron, you go off, off the deep end? Oh, yeah. I go off the deep end. Michael pulls <laughs> me out and, like, girl, just, just talk about it. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. like, girl, we can talk. But, right. like, as Michael said, like, like a few spats here and there, like, in our, like, in our friendship, mm -hmm. I can li literally count on the number, like, I can literally count the number of fingers on my hand, how many times we, we actually got into it. It's yeah. literally only been, like, three times. Yeah. That's it's been, like, really quick. I mean, it's been really quick. It was, like, a misunderstanding, and we'd be like, oh, girl, that's not what and we just okay. talk it out, and... right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I I can say that about me and my best friend too. Like, um, I think I told I think I told Aaron and you, um, that you know we've been friends for over twenty years. He's the only one can check my divaness. Like, if I mm -hmm. if I go too far, and I can, and I can be that diva, and he'll just look at me. He's like, he'll just do this, really. <laughs> and, <all laughs> yeah. and, and I'll just pull back. And then, <laughs> and then we just go forward. There's no other, there's no other thing, and you know, there's there's never we. Ne I I don't think I even had a time where we didn't speak for a long period of time. It's never <laughs> been that. And um, and I and, you know I'm very thankful for that friendship because it's so hard in our community to find those real friendships without yes. jealousy. Without jealousy, without oh, I'm gonna get, you, I'm gonna take your man from him, and you know all that, all that drama. Yeah, okay. definitely. So what, what is the joy that you and Aaron have? Show me, give me an instance when the two of you just connected so well um, that it was just, you know, this is why I'm his friend. Wow. Uh, I know that was a lot, right? Uh, yeah, it's, like, I mean, it's like, hard to choose. It's hard to choose um, a moment like we, like a like like a moment that really like yeah, that really solidified. Out, I think yeah. What? Well, oh, give me something that happened within the last week or even today. Anything happened today? Uh, I mean, <laughs> when we text each other, I know. Like, oh, I mean, right? Yeah. Um, no, like talking shit about the the girl that was late. To work the oh, you oh yeah, I was I was going I was going off about the girl on my job who was late and I had to stay. I was telling Michael, Michael was like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, fuck that bitch. I was like, yeah, fuck her. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sorry, can we curse on you? I'm so sorry. But see, that's no, you please, there's no censorship here. Oh, oh, you can um that's the whole thing. That's that's what makes makes that relationship because you both know each other and just encouraging, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like it. We definitely feed off of each other's energy yeah. Oh, yeah. in a way that, like, especially when we're going out with some of our other friends or we're just hanging out with the other friends, they're like, right. I don't know if I can handle that, like, you and Aaron yeah. energy right now. Because, <laughs> like, once we feed off each other, it's like, oh, we're not stopping. Exactly, we're, we're not, not stopping. stopping. Until Mike does this thing, like, mm, Aaron, you sure you want to be that? <laughs> yeah. You sure? Because like, Michael's looking like, you know what, if that's who you want to be, I want you to be who you want to be. And I'll pick up the pieces later. We'll, we'll, we'll handle we'll um, But yeah, we're but, definitely each other's hype fans. Oh, like, yeah, of course. But there has been, I, like... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. yeah, I'm sorry. Um, ahead, Aaron. I think there's been a few times where 
when it came to me like being emotional and everything and i like i think for me what solidified us is that like of course michael and i grew up together we know each other um from the past and we know about each other's past a lot right but when i was able to like really get in depth without like like my family my mental health everything to michael and i had a i had a feeling myself like he's going to understand i know he's the one side of everybody i'm sorry i didn't hear that what was that oh i'm sorry i would say that um michael and i know each other for so long Mm -hmm. i know he can't i he won't judge me you know and i have been struggling with a lot of things and then when i talk to michael it's a thing where i get so emotional because i'm i'm letting everything out and i'm and I'm bearing my soul, right. and Michael is able to feel it uh-huh. and take it in as his own, and he feels everything that I'm feeling. And I wasn't, I would say, I wasn't used to that. Mm-hmm. And for you to be like, I'm here, and I want you to be here. I want you to tell me anything and everything that you want me to. And like we just like, it was him. Oh wow, sorry. No, <laughs> it was it's him not- just. <laughs> it was just him feeling what I was feeling and him just wanting me to be the best that I can be and not be afraid to do anything for him. Just to just to be myself and just to talk to him. And whenever I did that, we just oh my god, I would just cry I together. Got, I was like I just oh. got chills. I just got <laughs> like <laughs> I was almost about to cry now because I was like, I fucking love this bitch. I fucking love her. Don't you, don't you. Wow. I'm going to cry. So, Mike, Mike, Aaron just said how he, you know, what, what, how can I, I got, I got gathering my thoughts because that was so beautiful. Um, What is it, what does Aaron do for you? Aaron, Aaron is honestly that person that brings me out of this like hard, like wall built around like putting up, you know, not, you know, this illusion, but, you know, I mean, I'm put together, but like, you know, no one's that, you know, put together, but like, yeah, he's the one that really like brings me out of that. And he's the one that I feel like sometimes gives me allows me to give myself permission to have fun to act you know silly mm-hmm. to to cry mm-hmm. um to like to just like tap into like thinking about how I feel mm-hmm. um and it's really truly just like helped me 100% in not only our relationship but just how I treat everyone else around me as well and how mm-hmm. I feel and reach out to other people you know like I don't think I would like I wouldn't have a four-year-long relationship with my partner if Aaron didn't really like pull this kind of like side out of me. Um, Cause you know, growing up in our community where, you know, we're black, mm-hmm. you know, we come from a black, you know, we're black, we're Bible, um, Bible Belt, you know, Baptist, um, mm-hmm. just being ourselves um, and like men being, having feelings and expressing feelings and, you know, showing emotion is just not really okay in a lot of um, ways. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so you're, you know, you're taught and you make yourself kind of like force that down and shut that away. Um, and that's really where where I came from 
Um, and and our relationship, me and Aaron, has really showed me that it's okay to do those things, to feel. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm falling in love with both of you. <laughs> I'm sitting here crying. <laughs> We're almost crying. Mm-hmm. We're almost crying. We're like, I swear to God. Oh, when we get drunk tomorrow. Oh, oh when we get drunk tomorrow. Baby, tonight. Thank you for sharing that because that's it's so beautiful and it's so and it's so important um to hear, especially as you know, all three of us are black men and mm-hmm. from different generations, you know. So it's it's people need to hear that and it's beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. I gotta sw- I gotta switch the subject. I feel like I'm having an Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go to each of you individually. I'm gonna talk about your careers and about what you're doing. So, Mike, yes, um, you're in uh, you work in marketing for an academic publishing company. Can you tell me a little about about that, and my listeners? Yeah, so um, I'm an associate marketing manager at Taiwan Francis. Um, mm-hmm. We basically are the people that sell um, instructors and professors and teachers textbooks or, or huh. sell the school the textbooks that they'll be using for, for their students. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, my, my job is honestly, it's sending a lot of emails out, mm-hmm. sending a lot of emails out, um, a lot of product emails. And also um, we're trying to steer the company and a new direction of doing more content work. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, reaching out to professors, um, you know, higher education, um, academics, and getting them to kind of work with us to, you know, create guides that other people in their field might find helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether that's like, uh, you know, teaching online during the pandemic, or um, figuring out ways to work with international students um, now that the now that schools are starting to go back to in person, right? Um, things like that. Um, yeah, it's a lot of. <laughs> it's a, it sounds like it's a lot, especially now, especially the way the world is right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, um, uh, Aaron? So wait, yes. Aaron, you're a full time student. It's your third degree. First of all, what's your first degree? Um, so my first degree, excuse me, is a bachelor's of science in public health. Uh, I'm sorry, bachelor of science of what? Of public health. Of public health. Okay. And your second one? My master's in public health. And now you're going for your doctorate. Doctorate of public health. Let me find out. Now, (laughs) not only are you the life of the party, you're smart as shit. (laughs) Well, one can conclude that's not true. <laughs> I'm just just trying my best. <laughs> so, so, so you, how do you navigate that being a full time student? And, you know, you work too. So, how is that a challenge? That is very much a challenge. It's mm-hmm. it's a kind of trying to find the balance of working and having enough time to finish everything for school, right? Um, because I mean, my program technically is a three year program, but I took more time because there was just a lot of things that were happening in between. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to make sure that when I present my dissertation, it's not gonna be perfect by any means, but I want to be at least as much precise as I can, you know? Right. Right. Um, but yeah, the balance of, of like working and trying to finish 
it's tough, mm -hmm. but um, you know, you just gotta have like the patience with yourself, right? <clears throat> to like you know figure things out, right? And it also helps to have like a great support system, which I do, mm -hmm. and I have it in Mike. He's a great support system. That's there have good. been many a times where I'm just like, hey Mike, you know, I'm gonna come over and I'm gonna pardon the drink. Blah blah. Cause I hate school. He's like, hey, you wanna do some work first? Then come over. <laughs> Like, let's, how about we just finish something first, you know? How about we study something first? Then we can get drunk later, you know? Like, you don't, you can miss a day. It's okay. You can get 20 minutes away. I'm like, but I want to drink now. Like, no. Let's get you drink now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's too much. So let me ask you, uh, um, other than work and your friendship, what are some of the, some of your hobbies? I know, I know, Mike, you, you, you love pop culture. Um, mm -hmm. just like your partner, Nehemiah, because we talked about mm -hmm. that in his episode, um, in their episode, excuse me, with the pronouns. I'm sorry, guys. Um, um, so what are, what are some of the things that you do? Um, so let's see. One of the things I do is D&D, um, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, started that during quarantine because, like, mm -hmm. Had all the time in the world because it wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I found a great group of people and new friends. Um, and it's a queer group as well. So, yeah. you know, you can, I could can be my like full fledged just self there. I don't have to, um, you know, hide anything or, or you know, it's, it's right. a great group of loving people. Um, I, Nehemiah and I were doing a podcast uh, on pop culture, um, oh, from, like uh a queer black lens. I, th um, I, I think they told me about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, we'll see where that goes. <laughs> you should um, do it. It's so liberating. I love yeah. I, I love doing these because I learn so much, even with people I know or I think mm -hmm. I know. And then I learn so much. And when I come away from it, I say, oh, my God, they, they, you know, they made my day great and I learned something. So, I, mm -hmm. you know, I think they're really, really good to do. So if you need help doing yeah. one, let me know. <laughs> oh, I definitely will. I definitely will. We'll probably start that back up. We're um we're looking we used to call it we used to call it the ink. Um, mm -hmm. but I think we're gonna try to rebrand it to basically blurting out um and and see where that goes in sometime, sometime in the in the near future. Uh but other than that, I mean I love um reading, um, especially when it's um like black authors um i love fantasy and sci-fi mm -hmm. um uh what else oh god movies mm -hmm. tv comic books all that kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> i do it yeah yeah that's me um and just napping napping is a huge hobby of mine actually you know what <laughs> it's a it's a luxury man a nap ooh so beautiful. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Aaron, what do you like to do? Um, I'm actually going to take something from Mike. I love napping as well. <laughs> yes. napping. <laughs> Especially like, oh, when I say we have like a bad day, oh, napping is great. That's amazing. <clears throat> uh, so I love it after I, nap. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. Yes. Look. <laughs> that's what I did before getting on this like I, I napped it out and I was like alright I'm ready <laughs> full of energy you're like yes. oh, let's do this uh, let's get with it 
Dang. Moisturized is oh, great. Oh, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's one of my uh, hobbies, moisturizing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not going to um, go there because I see that. <laughs> um, oh, so I love Hulu, okay. uh, YouTube, Netflix surfing. I, I'm a good person to look up things, but even though I look up new things, I end up with the same things. Okay. Fox Burgers, that's my safe haven. <laughs> I watch that over and over again. Uh-huh. Um, drinking is a great hobby. Yeah. Um, it's a you know, just kind of like a nice glass here and there. <laughs> so what and is during the week. You love horror movies too. Like oh yeah, horror movies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, really? Oh yes, I'm a big horror buff. I love horror You know what? I'm I've never I don't hate horror horror at all. I've just never been a, a you know, like some people, like I have a lot of friends who just love it, you know. But I, I mm-hmm. you know, I could watch a horror movie, but it doesn't there's only one movie that actually it affected me because I was younger and when it first came out, it was a mess, was Exorcist. And Ooh, I, yeah. I mm-hmm. saw it back then, you know, when you know, you had no idea what was what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it I couldn't sleep. I kept looking at the <laughs> <laughs> And then my older brother kept messing with me. And you know. Um, so... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but, I I understand that horror movies trigger me for a long, long time. I older cousins uh-huh. that forced me to watch um, Halloween H2O. Way too young to be seeing okay. eyes getting gouged okay, out. First of all, that was funny. Tyre Banks died. It was good. It was great. That's resurrection. <laughs> oh, that was resurrection. Yeah, that's resurrection. Um, never mind. But um, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's something else. Horror movies. You got that, me back that in, was definitely a horror movie. See horror movie. Tyra Banks Inc. <laughs> wow, I'm sitting backwards. Wow, I said Tyra Banks Inc. Wow. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I love watching horror movies. I laugh at them. Like mm-hmm. whenever I show Michael, I'm like, I'm like, girl, this is funny. He like. This is gonna trigger me. I don't like this. I'm like, girl, no, this is funny. And like I really? showed him a scene, like, did you see how her face just fell off? And Mike was like, I didn't want to watch it. The eyes, like his eyes are covered. Like, I didn't want to watch it. I didn't want to watch it. Oh, I, I like singing and I like dancing. It's oh, especially dancing, like when no one's around, especially in my room. It's like my it's a, like my only form of exercise, honestly. Really? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Look, you can put on any little mix music video, and Aaron knows the whole choreo routine. Really? Wow, that's great. Thank the both of you because for sharing your stories with me about your friendship, just being open. I know this is not easy, and I, you guys are like, you're like my kids, you know. Oh. And you know, and including Nehemiah, and I've told Nehemiah that before, and um, and it's so great to see you in queer spaces and taking up space as we all are the three of us, um, well, the three of us here as black men, and I just want to thank you for that. And I was trying to remember when I first met, um, uh you know, you, Mike, and Nehemiah. And I couldn't remember the exact time, but I do remember, I think, Aaron, you were the one that came, you were right in my face. 
<laughs> sounds about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, who is this? <laughs> and I was like, I, and I loved it. And I just, I love you guys so much. Love you <laughs> oh, too. We love you too, Trans. We really do. <laughs> but let me, before we end this off, what, um, what are some of your goals in the future? Whether it's prof- uh, professionally, personally, do you have any things in like in the immediate future? It could be further down the line. Where do you see yourself? Um, uh, oh, I'll go. Um, for me, um, number one, graduation. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting this degree out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know, like at an early age, so I want to be a doctor. I, I thought I wanted to be in. You know, and when I found out you could be other doctors, I was like, oh, I could be another doctor. I just do doctor public health. I, you right. know, I'm very passionate about it. So I'm like, just graduate, just got get this doctorate. So I thought about being in public health administration or public uh-huh. education. But right. education seems like a passion for me because I honestly want to help queer communities, especially okay. queer Black communities, uh-huh. learn about public health because I feel like there's a lot of things that are being misconstrued miscommunicated mm-hmm. and I want to be like a like a buffer. Right. To, you know, let the let everyone know that, you know, what prep is, um, how to protect yourself, right. um, mental health is important. Like I want to do like all like subjects. Right. Um, like I just want to be that buffer to help anyone that I can. Right. Um, and then like personally I just for me I just want to elevate myself to the person that I know that I can be and letting myself know that, you know, the past of the past, you can heal from everything from your past. And, you know, having a great support system is another leeway to help you in your healing journey. Right. And, you know, and learning that feeling feelings is okay. And like, you know, just letting myself know I feel okay. And, you know, just loving my bad bitch white. <laughs> loving this bitch forever and ever. Right. And I'm not in the wedding. I'm personally killing you. Oh, what are you talking about? You okay. already know. Okay, I'm just making sure I'm not in here to 60, but you still be alive. So it's okay. <laughs> so it is what it is. Just lo- I just love this bad bitch. I love her. <laughs> We're talking about all the times so that we're going to be literally still like, oh, you die first. You die, die first. first on our death. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you're shooting paper over, like, you die, bitch. You die, bitch. Yeah. They die at the same time. Exactly. Again, the heavy, like, girl, I told you to die. Girl, I told you to die first. <laughs> so, Mike, what about you? Um, so, one thing, well, and it's a hobby I have too, I, but I forgot to mention, but I do uh, like to write. Oh. Um, and uh, I really want to um, publish a novel, um, a fantasy novel with a black queer male main character. Oh, okay. um, just like, you know, fighting bad guys, you know, mm-hmm. killing the game, <laughs> doing right, okay. great things. Okay. Um, and, you know, being proud of it. Um, so I want to do that. And I want to continue to, like, I'm a cancer, I'm a homebody. Right, like building a home is huge for me. Okay, so I want to continue to build a home here in Astoria. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like I found a pretty good apartment, so like continue to like really just make you know this house a home, and also be 
kind of like you were saying, continue to kind of like represent for, um, you know, show up in these spaces that, um, you know, you don't find a lot of, you don't see a lot of us. You don't see a lot right. of us. It's mm-hmm. so important. Many, it's really important. It's so important. There have been so many times where I've like been at uh, Icon or Albatross mm-hmm. and, you know, run into another black person they're like oh my god we're here <laughs> like <laughs> yes <laughs> can you believe yeah yeah uh-huh and and just like be that show that these are safe spaces and continue right. to to create to to help them create this safe space right so yeah mm-hmm. well, thank guys thank you so much oh god i love this was such a great episode and thank you for just being vulnerable with me and funny and all that other good stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, this was a blast. This was great. This was so, awesome. much fun. so good. So great. <laughs> so, until the next conversation, thank you, Aaron you Childs too. and Mike Roberts. My friends. Until the next conversation, we'll see you soon. The conversation with.